You're listening to I Heard It on the 806, a podcast by John Bowers. In the early 2000s, John's Church Christ Center was experiencing a time of great growth and blessing in all of their ministries. It was at this time that the Lord began speaking to John about laying everything down and transitioning out as pastor of the church. The question remained to be asked, who would replace John as pastor? The man the Lord chose for the job was the least likely candidate anyone could have ever imagined. This reminds us of another time in scripture when God led Samuel to the least likely candidate for the new king of Israel. He said, For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. On this podcast, I would first of all put a a warning out to you. This is not a textbook case on the way you bring in a new pastor. In fact, when you listen to this podcast, you would probably say, I've lost my mind. But over the course of years now, it's been proven God was faithful, even though it was a crazy, crazy time in my life. In 2009, the Lord spoke to me early that year that that he wanted me to lay the church down. And I thought to myself, why would I lay the church down? It was being, it was phenomenal. Ministry was happening. We had great growth. We had great excitement, enthusiasm. People were going on outreaches. People were getting saved. We were supporting missionaries around the world. Great and mighty things were happening. They were just simply phenomenal. It was a high point in the ministry at Christ Center. And here the Lord's asking me to to lay it down and give it to a younger pastor. So I really rebelled against that, if, if I may be so honest. And I says, Lord, I'm not ready to lay it down. What do you want me to do? He says, I have something for you that will be greater than what you've done thus far in your 37 years here at Christ Center. Well, I took that with a grain of salt and thought, that can't be. What am I going to do? I'm getting to the age now where I don't have that whole lot of years left, and how can I do something better than 37 years I just finished? The Lord was really clear. He says, I'm going to take you places and have you do things that you've never dreamed of before. But at the same time, the church is growing old. Even though you're excited, look out. Look out over the sea of people and see how many gray-haired people you have. Look at your leaders, how gray they are. Now, I'm not saying that old people can't run the church. I'm not saying there's a place for the retired to retire from the church. Leaders can be leaders way up into their 80s and 90s and 100s as long as they live. We've seen that in the Old Testament. We've seen that in the New Testament. So I'm not against elderly people with their longevity running the church. But I can say, I heard the voice of the Lord say, I have a new young man in this church. He's in-house. I've already chosen him. I want you to recognize him. Boy, I took the phone directory at the church, and I went through every person, and not one person would have been a candidate to lead that church. Now, we had in the alliance a lot of pastors, young pastors, dynamic pastors, and one in particular in Arizona called me up and he said, because he knew I'd, I'd, I'd shared with some of the, the alliance leaders that what I'd heard. And he called me up and he says, uh, Pastor John, I just want you to know this. If you would consider me coming and passing the torch to me, passing the mantle to me, I'd be greatly honored and blessed. Now, this, was a, this, this guy's a great teacher. This guy's a phenomenal pastor. 
But again, God said it's in the house and it's not in the alliance. It's in Christ Center's house. So I, I shared to this dear pastor, I said, you know, I, I have to be, really be honest with you. I just, God's told me it's in the house. It's, it's in the house at Christ Center. He said, I respect that, John. As soon as you find out who it is, let me know. So months passed. I continued to pretend like I didn't hear God's voice. And we kept growing. We kept, things were exciting. So I thought, well, maybe this is going to pass. And it got stronger and stronger as I would take the pulpit. He's out there. That's what I kept hearing. He's out there. You know the, the movie Field of Dreams where the, the guy had the cornfield and he kept hearing the whisper, you, you build it and they'll come. Well, I had that experience morning after morning after morning on Sunday morning at Christ Center. He's out there. He's out there. <laughs> so finally I said, okay, God, I'm through. I understand. I hear what you're saying. He's out there. Now show me who it is because I don't have a clue. And my son, Ryan, had a Bible study. And this guy who worked at the tire shop, his name was Joshua Rivas. And Joshua led Ryan's home group Bible study. And Ryan was talking about this guy and really dynamic and really neat and really young and energetic. And, and just like that, just like that, when Ryan was talking to me, God said, that's who it is. You recognize it. That's who it is. I never met him before in my life. I'd never talked to him ever. And here my son saying, Dad, he's the new pastor, isn't he? And I said, well, don't share it with anybody else because, man, Ryan, this is so new to me. This is, this is crazy. So I pondered and prayed and I brought the alliance leaders in and I shared with them and they thought I'd lost my mind. They said, John, there's no way we're going to allow you to jeopardize Christ Center's future with a guy that only puts tires on. He's the tire man for Les Schwab Tire Shop. We're not going to allow him to come. What, have you, what are you thinking? I mean, it, it was really up front in my face. So finally, I, I brought the guys to town. I brought three different pastors to town. And I said, okay, have lunch with him talked to him, and they did. Now, this was after I had talked to Joshua finally. I brought Joshua and his wife in, set them down, and after a Sunday morning, I said, you know, I just want to get acquainted with you. We, we have not met. I said, how long have you been coming to Christ Center? And they said, well, we've been coming for about six months, and we love it, but we're getting ready to take another position with the uh, tire company, and we're moving to Northern California possibly to be the manager which is a great financial blessing for us. And I says, well, I'm glad for you. But I have to be honest with you. I doubt if you're going to Northern California. They said, why is that? I says, because God has told me that you're the next pastor at Christ Center. And they, they looked at me and they laughed, very uncomfortable. And his wife, Karen, turned to, to Joshua and she says, well, Joshua, you better talk to him. So Joshua said, when you mentioned several months ago that you were pondering and praying about turning the pastor over to a young pastor, I went home that day, Karen said, and Joshua, I knew you were the pastor. Joshua said, when he said it, God spoke to me and said, you're going to be that pastor. And here you're, we're sitting in your office and we're agreeing together and we don't even know each other. 
Now, I realize, folks, this is a stretch. A stretch beyond anybody's imagination. And that's why I say you can't make a manual out of this because this is, this is a dangerous move if God's not in it. But I knew in my heart he was in it because I kept hearing that voice whisper, he's in the house. So as I continued to pray and seek God, I then called Joshua to the platform on a Sunday morning and asked him to pray because I didn't know if he could pray. I didn't know if he could preach. And then I realized he had a prophetic word, and I would call him on another Sunday to give the word of the Lord. And all of a sudden, it came together like a perfect puzzle. It was him. It was Joshua the tire man. And what was interesting is that as the alliance leaders came to town, Wick Neese, my elder from YWAM, was the first to come. And Wick thought I'd lost my mind. And Wick and I are, are dear friends and have been since the early 70s. Wick's still my elder today. And as Wick came, he says, John, I said, don't say anything to me. You go have lunch with him. You come back and tell me what you've heard after lunch. He came back after lunch and he says, it does not make sense. He's the pastor at Christ Center. God made it clear to me. He is without a doubt God's man. And then uh, Tyrone Jones came from Arizona. And Tyrone was that dynamic pastor that wanted the job, that would have taken the job. But he says, John, I came to try to convince you that this is crazy. All I can say is, he's the pastor. He's the one. There was one other that came and, and was absolutely in agreement also that he's the one. So we had the decision to be made by the taking it to the elders now. And as I took it to the elders, there was a revolt. And uh, several of the elders said, if you, if you bring him on, we're leaving. Here again, I had to go. And I had to politically put the church aside and spiritually pick up the power of God's spirit and ask that question, Lord, is this the one? And again, it was the one. It was the one. Those elders left the church. Few people left the church. And people started coming to the church. And to this day, since 2009, Joshua Riva is the pastor of Christ Center, doing things that I didn't do, doing things greater than I did, moving powerfully. When I'm there now and speaking, it's not the gray-haired audience that I used to see. They're scattered now with salt and pepper. There's, there's the young people. There's young families, young children, lots of activity. Oh, how grateful I am. And how thankful I am that God speaks in such incredible ways, impossible ways. You've been listening to the I Heard It on the 806 podcast with John Bowers. Make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing wherever you listen. To learn more about John Bowers, this podcast, and to find out how you can get a copy of his new book, I Heard It on the 806, go to IHeardItOnThe806.com. This has been an Avenue 153 production.